Okay, are you gonna hit the record button? It's recording, like since ah, now it's recording. It's recording since ten minutes ago. Okay, I just now saw the recording. Chai with us podcast. Today we're going to do an episode introducing ourselves. So grab your cup of tea and let's go. Hi, this is Ivana from Isabel Okolo, um, and I'm very happy that you're joining us for an honest discussion about sensitive topics. Yeah, and I forgot to introduce myself. So this is Erika, aka the personal developer. I am so so happy to be here. This is like so unreal. Um, so where do you want to start? Should we start with who we are? Do you want to? Yes, let's do that. Why don't you yeah. go first and then I'll go. Hmm. Okay, so for me, it's a little bit difficult to say what, who am I, but I'm going to try to make like a short introduction. So basically, um, I was born in Angola and then my family moved to, to Portugal. Yeah. At the moment, I'm living in Tenerife, so as you see, I'm kind of an international person all over the place, but now I'm in Tenerife, it's been five years now, and I'm not going anywhere. Um, I am a certified life coach, I'm also a yoga teacher, and a primary school teacher, so I am a busy woman. I love to help people, and right now, I really, really would like to focus on helping people that have been through trauma just live their best lives and show them that it's possible to live a better life, you know, because sometimes people like us, and I include myself in that, um, you, you guys are going to have the opportunity to know more about my story, but basically I think that when you've been through trauma, you think that it's going to be like this forever. So I want to be that person that tells you, like, no, this is not going to be like this forever. Yeah. We can do something about it. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And hopefully we'll have many, many episodes uh, and allow people to know more. Yes. I love it. I actually really resonate with a lot of the things that you said. Yeah. Um, I myself was born in Bosnia and Herzegovina, which used to be part of Yugoslavia. And then in 92, the civil war broke out. So we had to flee to Germany and I was just six years old and it was a traumatic experience. I mean, mm -hmm. for me being, remember what it was like to be six and like for you too, maybe I was in another country. I didn't understand the language. I wasn't, my father was still in Bosnia. Mm -hmm. I was crying all the time. Like they used to call my mom into school to ask her if she was abusing me because I would just cry. And actually, my schooling is so funny because I did third grade first because I had cousins of a cousin and I would go with them and they would help explain things to me. And, oh. you know, finally, after I became accustomed to the German life, we had to go back because all the refugees were told to go back. But mm -hmm. my mom is a Bosnian Serb and my dad is a Bosnian Croat. And so we didn't want to go back because they wouldn't have been able to live together right after the war. So mm -hmm. we immigrated to the United States. And again, like at 12, I'm faced with the same problems again of like, I don't understand the language. I remember this. I'll never forget this. 
uh, one of our neighbors kept saying, how you doing? And I had learned proper British English. And so I kept asking him, I don't understand. And he's like, said it again. He's like, how you doing? <laughs> and I had, and so finally he gave up. He's like, I don't even care how you doing. Like, just... <laughs> um, and I learned English watching Days of Our Lives. Like I would have Days of Our Lives with soap opera on and I would read the subtitles. Yeah. And actually it's a very good way to learn English because soap operas are so emotive, like so full of emotion. I know. Um, yeah. And so I spent 20 years living in the U.S. And then finally in 2015, like I was working as a lawyer and I didn't really like it. Like I thought that would be my ticket to happiness. Like finally I would be over this trauma and mm -hmm. I would be happy and I would have money and I wouldn't have to worry about money. And that was not the case at all. It was very hard work. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. The only thing I enjoyed was going to socialize with other attorneys in court. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was um, not the purpose of your profession, right? No, no, not at all. But I was never that person. Like I didn't, I do care about money, but money is not my life. And what yeah. law taught me is that the only valuable thing you really have is your time because you had to bill for every single minute that you were talking to a client. Mm -hmm. And so then I realized, well, how am I living my life? Like, this is not how I want to live my life. Like, I want to help people and I want to, I want to share my story. I mean, maybe somebody, like you said, can, can get help from that. And, you know, childhood yeah. trauma is very serious. It's yeah. deeply rooted in our root chakra. And that's when a lot of people have, have issues with and problems. Like I, because everything I was always living on on, like, like, oh, when is the next big disaster going to happen in my life? Like, yes. when is everything else fall apart? Yes. And I was just surviving. Like I wasn't really like digging in and, and, and those were uncomfortable emotions. Like I didn't want to feel that emotion of a crying child. Like it's, it's yeah. hard. It's difficult. Yeah. yeah. It's um, so crazy. It's so crazy. I think we have so much in common. Like I moved a lot. I think that's why we connect so deeply mm -hmm. because we have a lot in common. Um, yes. Like moving, learning. I learned English uh, watching movies as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. Of course that I yeah. learned in school, but um that's one of the main reasons why I, I was able to speak English as well um and all all that you said is just resonates so deeply with me and sometimes I remember the day when I decided that I didn't want to be miserable anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know I remember the day perfectly I was like how is it possible that we have seven days in a week and that I'm sad most of the days like yes my purpose was just to change into like the other way around, like be happy five days and being set to, I would be happy with that. How crazy <laughs> is that? Like, I like that. That's, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So why don't you describe, what, what five words would you use to describe yourself? You already mentioned that you're a yoga teacher and a life coach. Mm -hmm. What are some other um, ways to describe yourself? Like if you had five words to describe mm -hmm. yourself, what would they be? Um, I think that listener would be a good one. That's so funny. I picked that same one. That's why we connect so much. Um, and yeah, I, I think I, sometimes I listen more than I talk. I feel that with a lot of people that, that I hang out with, I, I listen a lot. So I would say listener. I would say funny, even though some people may not agree with that, but I don't care. I agree with it. It's okay. We have our own sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, so I would say funny um, is, a, is a good one as well. I would say loving as well. I think I'm a loving person. How many words? Five. Yeah. Um, or four, whatever. Or four. Five or four. 
um, I don't know, creative, you know, because it doesn't matter what I do, I'm always creative. I'm teaching yoga, I'm creative. Uh, we're doing this podcast, I try to be creative and show things in a different way, you know? So I would say creative because it goes for everything yeah. I do in my life. How about you? I would, I would say um, a yogi, but not so much a yogi in just practicing the asanas, but a living in the actual yogic philosophy, like, you know, really watching that I don't um, lie for no reason or that I don't hurt people. You know, that's always a very big topic, but also not hurting myself anymore by maybe drinking too much alcohol or eating foods that I know are not good for me. Um, I would say a listener as well. I love to hear people's stories. I, oh, and I would say, um, I don't know, like, a foreigner like that's what everyone calls me the foreigner like everywhere I go I'm a foreigner even in my own country I think that's the deep hurt that I feel inside is that when I go back to Bosnia even though I look like them I don't sound like them and I don't talk like them and they can sense that something is off it's like I'm like the black puppy that has joined back into 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 you know into into it and it's just it's not the same like they know like if I go to the grocery store I don't know how to work the machine because it's using a Cyrillic alphabet and I don't know how to read Cyrillic so I always have to ask people and they're like I don't understand like why don't you know how to do this mm -hmm. and so you know I guess foreigner a yogi a cook I love to cook uh, a listener and hmm, a friend a friend first and foremost because I'm an only child. I don't have any siblings. And so for me, my friends are like my brothers and sisters. Like I really work hard on on retaining friendships with people that really mean a lot to me because I know that like when my parents die, I'm not going to have any siblings. Like it's just going to be me and I'm alone. And so mm -hmm. I just, I love having deep friendships with people, yeah. not just surface ones. You know, like the, the, you know what I'm talking about? Like the surface friendships, you're like, why am I even friends with this person? Yeah. Like you're talking about the weather and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? Um, something that you said about being a foreigner just caught my attention. Um, and I think it would be interesting if we address this because I feel sure. that I belong nowhere. Yeah. Yes. So okay. I think that mm -hmm. should be an interesting podcast. Uh, but right now yeah. I don't even consider, consider myself as a foreigner. I just consider myself as uh, whatever I am, which is like a crazy mm -hmm. mixture of things, mm -hmm. because I'm not, I can't say, like, of course I'm Portuguese, of course I'm uh, Angolan, but, mm -hmm. you know, just, if I go to Angola, people will say, like, um, where does your accent <laughs> come from? Why are you talking like It's the same like thing this? that I experienced. It's like I'm faking yeah, an the accent. Same thing. No, I speak like this, <laughs> I actually, that's, that's how I speak, yeah? And yeah. in Portugal, I'm like black and Afro and whatever. Uh, people are like, where are you from? Mm -hmm. uh, here. Mm -hmm. You know? You know, for, for me, um, living in the U.S. for 20 years, I think it's very difficult because there's so many people from all over the world here. And I don't know that you can even really say that America has a culture. Um, we love football and, and we, we cheer on like our favorite sports teams and we have holidays that we congregate around but it's not like one culture if that makes any sense like it's a mix of different cultures and so here you I, I at least I'm speaking for myself I tried so hard to belong to America uh, and I don't know that I do like I just don't know that I fit in here mm -hmm. like it's just you know the sense of belonging is such a like root chakra I keep talking about that yeah uh, because that's what everyone wants they want to feel like they belong to 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 the group and then when you don't belong to the group, it's kind of like, well, what, who do you belong to? Like, who are you? Like what? Yeah. And I feel like traveling the last four years 
and getting to live like at Amas Ashram, I got to live with a lot of people, women from different countries. It kind of made me happy. It like gave me a new perspective and it showed me that we are, even though we are different, we're also the same. You know, we still have yeah. a lot of the same fears, the same desires. Uh, so it doesn't really matter like where you're from. It's, it's you finding your own self and yeah. in, in you know wherever you are yeah and accepting basically because i mean i'm never going to be uh typical yes and well nobody should be typical by the way i don't know yes. what typical means but mm -hmm. nobody should be typical by the way and i think yeah. that accepting that it's like a journey right yes yes yeah. it is yeah. yeah uh it's interesting you mentioned because i'm reading the giver have you read that the giver i don't think so I'm reading it and it's like this utopian community that they've created, but like, you know, they, they decide who you marry. They decide how many children you get. They, it's very much like, wow, this is what a black and white world would look like. And we don't live in a black and white world. We live in a world of gray. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. And that's what I loved about the law. Like the law to me wasn't so much about, you know, it's a set of rules. But then when something happens is how can we make the law work for this person in their situation? You know, yeah. how, how can we figure out a loophole or how can we finesse the law to help this person get out of the trouble that they're in? Um, yeah. yeah. So what about, so we talked about who we are and, oh, where did we meet? Do you want to tell that story? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was so deep. It was so deep. And the, we have met basically for you to understand we have met in India, in an ashram, called Chati. Uh, so I was staying there for about two weeks and a little bit more. Um, and so I went for yoga. I went for yoga and meditation and wanted to learn, uh, but like learn from the source. So a lot of interesting people were there and it was very, it was so interesting, right? It's an interesting situation because Everybody, it looks like we're looking for something, but everybody is looking for something in particular. Um, so that's the kind of situation that we've met. So everybody was like very emotional and, you know, I was like crying for three days and then laughing for the rest of the week. Um, and it was so interesting. And the way we've met, so I was there as a, you know, as a student, as a right? Yes. As a participant, and you were there as a volunteer, someone who was working yes. there and helping yes. us out in the process. So um, I remember that we didn't spoke much at the beginning, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then towards the end we had a conversation, and I was like, oh my god, like you are me. You are me, but in a yeah. different person. Our stories and everything. I was seriously shocked. I was like, everything you were saying, you know? I was like, why is she speaking like I do? Like, what's this? And, and you also have to tell them that we're both Geminis. So oh, that yes, has a lot everybody. to do with it, too. Yes, everybody. We are both Geminis. So get ready. So we're probably going to be here smiling and and talking about happy crying. maybe maybe we'll be crying when we crying. discuss our we, we are doing, yeah i think we're gonna cry someday yes and that's okay and that's yeah. that's what we want to tell people that it's absolutely okay to have all the different emotions for both genders for men too yeah um yeah yeah i love crying you know what i love crying and now i have like a i love crisis <laughs> 
So everybody, if you tell me like, oh, I'm so like, I'm having a crisis right now. I'm like, good for you. Yes. Yes. Good for you. Yes. Because <laughs> it's an opportunity, right? Yeah. It's like crying. Okay. Just cry it out. Cry it out. Let it go. Crisis. Mm -hmm. Now you have an opportunity. Yes. And I think for me, I remember we didn't talk so much at the beginning because when you're a volunteer and you're working there and there's 50 people, it's very difficult to get yeah. to know everybody. Yeah. So I think the session had already ended when you were there with, um, gosh, what was her name? Kai? There were two uh -huh. other people I think that were with you. I and I remember so. we were talking about breakups and, and how we handled oh, the yeah. breakups and what happened. And it was funny because we just realized that we are the same person in two different bodies. Um, yes. Yeah. So what chai are you drinking, by the way? We never discussed what oh my God. Okay, so this chai, I had to write it down because it has so many ingredients. And I was like... Oh, wow. Okay. Did you I was make like, it? Ivana is going to ask me about this. <laughs> no, no, it's from the supermarket, my dear. Um, so it has black tea, cinnamon, ginger, mm -hmm. black pepper, clove, and cardamom and something okay. else, I think. But it's so good and rich. It what are you drinking? Good. And just you? a regular chamomile tea. Just mm -hmm. simple. I needed to de-stress since I was already late for 30 minutes for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> there was, you know, this is, it was actually so funny because, I mean, I was so anxious because, of course, there is a time difference. Everybody, so I'm in Tenerife. Right? Yes, and I'm Canary in the US. Island, and she's in the US. So the time I didn't want to send you a message because I I knew that you would agree, that you would be sleeping. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I don't tell anything. Because I was actually like oh, feeling like my God, I'm gonna record this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, it's 3 p.m. Like <laughs> you were not available. No, I was not. <laughs> I still because have an I hour, messed right? Up, I messed up my time difference. I thought it was only a five-hour time difference. So I was still taking my sweet time. When you were like, are you ready? I'm like, yeah, no. You know, it's a lesson. Yeah, We're going to learn a lot with this podcast. So yeah, next time, so you know. And yeah. I think you already mentioned what both of our intentions are for the podcast. It's just really to have authentic discussions on sensitive topics. Yeah. And, and to and to be ourselves and and tell people it's okay like you do come out of the other end of a crisis like it does mm -hmm. get better it's yeah. um and i think we both have suffered through some of the same things like depression and and loneliness and mm -hmm. childhood trauma yeah. and it get it does get better i know when when you're in it when you're swimming in it you feel like you're never going to get out of it but you do yeah. it because you choose to you yeah. know, whether that involves you getting help by, with a professional, like a professional psychiatrist or a counselor or a life coach, um, it does get better. It does get better. And, and yeah, that's, that's mainly our intention. And one thing that I, I think it's worth mentioning is that we also want to give you tools, like things that you can use. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's good to share and talk about things, but one of the things that I love about the coaching is like, okay, now what? Now what you're going to do about that? Yeah, because everybody knows mm -hmm. that we're triggered, that depression exists, that, yeah, mm -hmm. so I, and, and I think that you too, you also want to help and to give actual tools that people can use at home, yeah? And yeah. these are things that actually like worked with us or that we heard about it and want to share with you in, yes. in case it, it suits you. 
So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do we want to talk about how uh, to stay in peace during this quarantine? Um, what are some things that you're doing? Because it's affecting us very differently. Like I am living in Mobile, Alabama right now. And because we don't have so many cases, people here are still going out in public, walking around, going to the parks, because we're technically not under quarantine. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just that people are asked to stay in their home and yeah. if they, unless they really have to go get groceries. And then uh, most businesses are closed here. What about okay. you? Tell me about your situation. Well, the situation here in Tenerife is totally different. Uh, basically, we have no choice. We are staying at home. It's a total quarantine. Unless you, um, you work as a medic or paramedic or sanitary um, um, jobs, you cannot leave the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the only exception is for you to go to buy groceries or if you need to go to the pharmacy or if you have a dog and you have to walk the dog. Mm-hmm. So at the moment I'm spending like 15 to 30 minutes outside. Uh, <laughs> that's what I get. Yeah. You're taking the dog out even if he doesn't have to go, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. Um, and we're living in a very weird situation because I live in a beautiful island, you know, we have mm-hmm, the beach yeah. and the mountains and the sea and everything, and we cannot enjoy any of that. We have yeah, to stay and actually, Yeah, and actually I visited you and I stayed with you in Tenerife and it was very nice. It's a beautiful island. I love the food. The people are nice. We had a very nice time. Yeah. So now you have to come visit me in Mobile, Alabama once, once we can actually fly and do things. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> so um, something else that we mentioned uh, last time we spoke was, uh, you know, what is your oasis in this desert? Like, what is this, mm-hmm. this beautiful water that you finally come after walking in the desert? Like, what are some things that you're doing during this quarantine that are improving your life or, or helping you just handle it? Because yeah. sometimes people... You know, for people that can't leave their house, it, it becomes claustrophobic. Yes, it can become very claustrophobic. Um, I have like a complete manual. <laughs> I have like a book written on what to do so you don't get bored and and everything. Like to answer. Are you going to turn that into an ebook? No, but <laughs> Come pro- on. probably a blog post <laughs> or something. Okay, a blog post because I. I, you know, you know everything I have to do, yeah, coach. Yes, <laughs> so yes, I'm, I do. I'm I remember. <laughs> so, um, just to answer your question regarding the oasis, and then we can go to things that people can actually do, and I can oh, okay, give yes. them a list. Yeah. So, uh, my oasis right now—it's where I'm standing, uh, sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my meditation room. It's where I come to meditate and to practice yoga. And right mm-hmm. now, since it's the place where I have more light coming in, even though today mm-hmm. is a little bit cloudy, um, it's the place where I come to, to be by myself with my thoughts and to a little bit of recap and regroup. And last mm-hmm. time we spoke, I told you that I feel like waves of energy. People mm-hmm. are feeling mm-hmm. nervous. It's energy. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm really okay. Sometimes I feel the stress of other people. So yes, mm-hmm. coming here, meditating, doing yoga, or just you know, stay, uh, mm-hmm. sit down and write down for a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, it has been my oasis, especially because I'm with my boyfriend and he's also in quarantine and, you know, we're living together. Yeah. And one thing is living together and work and to stuff and the other thing is like, yeah. 
in each other's face. 24 7, yeah. 24 7. It's been about 20 days now. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, I would have to say it's going to the, to the park. We go to the park for about an hour and just walk around. Uh, mm -hmm. Being in nature, like getting to hear the animals, the sounds, the smell, like, you know, the fresh smell when you're in this beautiful forest. Uh, and I would agree with you for the same thing on my own yoga practice and meditation. And I like to do my routine in the morning. I think I, we talked about it is that sometimes instead of Shavasana, I don't do Shavasana, which is corpse pose. I just put on a song that I like and I dance it out in my room. And I feel like that when I'm dancing, it's because usually typically dancing is associated with happiness, like at different events. Yeah. And it puts me into such a better mood for the rest of the day. And I have to confess this morning, there was no dancing. There was running out of the room to get here so we could have this phone call. Maybe we should dance. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, I'll get to do it after the podcast. Oh. Oh. Uh, but you know what? This is us being authentic, okay? That yeah. Sometimes things don't go according to plan, right? That's like, it. It's best not to have plans and just go with it. It is what it is, don't, guys. Don't resist the change. You know, uh, we talked a lot about Indian traffic and how from the outside, it looks like it's this mass chaos. Like everyone yeah. is just going everywhere. There's tons of honking. There's like this old lady crying across the street on incoming traffic. But mm -hmm. when you're in it, it's just this organic flow. Like it just kind of moves like the yeah. water and you don't see so many car accidents. Yeah. I find it fascinating. I'm fascinated with Indian traffic. And, yeah. And this is like, just before I, before I continue, um, just, just, for you to know guys shavasana in case you don't know it's just uh, when you when you finish your yoga practice we usually finish uh, in shavasana um, position which is basically you just lay down on the floor mm -hmm. and your uh your hands are like your, the palm of your hands are facing up and you just relax and listen to some relaxing music um just for you in case you don't know because some people may not may not know mm -hmm. and um sure sure and um, the traffic situation, I mean, I think that this situation that we're living right now is the perfect example to show us that nothing, like the ch change happens. I mean, the, the only thing that we can know for sure is that one, we are going to die, and two, things change, yeah? Like one week, things can be like this. The most important thing, and that's why we're talking about this peace amongst chaos, is that we we stay peaceful inside and we accept it as you said just okay. just accept that things may change just enjoy the present and everything and this acceptance um how do you how do you manage to accept change what do you do how do i accept change well for yeah. me i feel like my whole life has been about change and i love mm -hmm. change and I, every six years of my life, I've moved either to another state or to another country. Mm -hmm. So I embrace change. I love change um, because I feel like to me, moving to another place, it's like, oh, I get to find a new favorite grocery store. I get to, to find, you know, my new favorite park or a new favorite uh, cultural event. And then I get to make new friends. But as you get older, you realize that it's more difficult to make friends. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so I guess it's just, life is always changing every day we're a different person and it's yeah. just to accept that like because if you're resisting to it it's going to happen whether you want to or not it's just what kind of energy do you want to be in um and i just mm -hmm. finished reading um ask and it is given by abraham hicks and she talks <sighs> about how you want to be in that vibration of of 
what is it I know, right? Like, what is it that you want? And then you have to be in that uh, uh, vibration to accept it. Like you and I started this podcast on a wimp and it was just like, I had messaged you and I said, what if I had a podcast, this is what I would call it. And then you said, absolutely, let's do one together. And here we I are <laughs> a week later and we have a podcast and we're doing mm-hmm. it. Whether it sucks or not, we are, we're just really excited to share the information that we both have because we yeah. spend so much time learning and, and retaining all this information. And we just want to help as many people as possible to live their yeah. best life. Yeah, that's completely true. I think that change may be a little bit stressful especially if you are not used to it or if you are tired of change, you know? I stayed in Tenerife because I I had enough. I was like, I had enough. I'm going to stay here. Like, seriously, if you you tell me that I have to move right now, you know, with all the mindfulness and everything, I will be stressed. Um, So if change makes you stressed, I advise you, practice gratitude every day because even if things change you will always have something to be thankful for it's not going to change and everything is going to be horrible no Mm -hmm. and also mindfulness because if we practice mindfulness and if we practice living in the present moment then if things change yeah i'm here now and things change we realize that we have to embrace this moment where we are at the moment. So I would say a lot of mindfulness and gratitude if you struggle with this, um, with change, it's complicated. I, you know, I told you before that I quit my job in 2015 and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I was going. I just knew that I wanted, I ran to the Indian embassy. I got my Indian visa. And in two weeks, like everything like happened out of nowhere. Like I found another person for my apartment. I was able to like just leave my job. Um, and I moved all my stuff back home and it just worked out. So I feel like um, when you want something so badly, it happens and the whole world conspires to help you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I had so many friends that are coming to help me like pack and unpack and, and move things. And that's, you know, have you read The Alchemist? Yes, I did. That, that, that's yeah. a quote from that book. Like he talks yeah. about how like once, once you make a decision, and, and you're ready for that change, everything in the world is going to come there and help you make it happen. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in the choices that we make depend on the input we have at the time, you know? Like, I've never... That was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my entire life, was quitting that job, getting on that airplane, and not knowing where I was going. And you know what I used to think? Uh, I didn't have any more keys. All of a sudden, I didn't have keys to an apartment. I didn't have keys to my parents' house. I was keyless. What oh. does that mean to people when you don't have keys to a house somewhere because we, we associate that with belonging like oh okay yes. I have a key to get to my apartment that's my home but all of a sudden I had no keys and it, it to me it felt like freedom yeah I didn't have to spend looking I didn't have to overthrow my whole apartment looking for the keys anymore yes that is that is so interesting you know? I think it's so interesting to see this different perspectives even even though we're the same we're so different at the same time yeah. um and and yeah I believe that it must you must have felt like this freedom yeah because you didn't yes and then as you start to travel especially because I was traveling by myself you start to build up your confidence because you have to be everything yourself you don't have another Mm -hmm. person to ask for help like you have to read the map you if you get lost you're the one that's lost yes Um, but I met so many wonderful people in my travels from all over the world and it really changed my perspective Mm mm-hmm 
the things the things I believe because you won't find so many young Americans traveling because it's not built into the culture here. We only get two weeks of vacation time yeah, and most I, people don't even take that. Yeah, that's so interesting because I didn't know that until I traveled to India and actually uh, heard about it because here we have like 30 days holiday, you know? So yeah, we can, right. No. We, if you don't travel, it's because you you don't want to travel and it's crazy mm -hmm. of course if i have only two weeks well maybe i i would consider and sometimes it's not even at the same time right so you have probably one week here and yeah you would not be able to take two weeks off and actually those two no. weeks sometimes uh, apply to you if you get sick so let's say you end up in the hospital for 10 days there go your two weeks no you, you know what i mean like wow it, it so it's really it's just not built into the culture like and i grew up in germany and so and most of the time in germany when you're 18 you're supposed to go off to another country by yourself and make yeah. and see you know explore it and see see their differences and the commonalities but we don't have anything like that even australians mm -hmm. like they have a six month of travel built into their system into into their culture into their education so they, they either leave when they're 18 when they're done with high school or they take it when they're done with college but everyone does it and we just don't have anything like that. Like we're not, we don't encourage people to travel. I guess it's, it's, it's really yeah. sad to me too. Well, it's good that you can bring that perspective to people. Yeah. And so uh, I think that's a good segue uh, to go back to what we were talking. Because right now we are living in, in a moment where everybody has to stay at home. So you cannot exactly. go anywhere. But on the other hand, you can figure out what you want to do next. Like, what kind of life do you want to live? So maybe you want to travel more. Maybe you want to do more stuff. Like, from the moment I had to stay at home, seriously, I was so organized. Because that three hours that I was um, spending walking from one side to another, from one class to the other, and, and stuff like that, all of a sudden, um, I was... Like my life was sorted, you know, I made decisions, I started new things. And so this is one of the things that I would tell people to to do, to stay grounded and peaceful and, and also have some, you know, we're, we're listening to so many negative things on social media and everything. So right now, if you focus only on the information you are given, well, then it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for you. It's going to be tough. Um, yes, I so, agree. So yeah, so I would say like create your information, create, design your future, like figure out what you want to do. Um, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. when you go to bed, just instead of thinking about how many people um, are dying at the moment, which is horrible, I'm not saying that it's not horrible, but mm -hmm. we are being bombard, bombarded with that information. It's, and it's so crazy. So um, I rather go to bed and think about my dreams. Yeah? And then in the morning, I will worry about the coronavirus situation. I agree. I've really taken this time to do all the things that I said I wanted to do, like this podcast and mm -hmm. I'm making my own website. So this time that I'm taking is really just to advance my career and move into a different career field. Like I know that I don't want to go back to practicing law. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know that it helps people, but I don't want to work in a situation that has me stressed out all the time. Like I'm too sensitive for that now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm also doing a certification to become a life coach. I know you said you're a life coach, you're a certified life coach. Um, mm -hmm. but I agree with you. I think it's, 
really like asking yourself some some deep questions on how how can you remain peaceful during this time like what or what are you grateful for i think we talked about that a lot like i yes. do a meditation where i used to say 108 things i was grateful for and there were simple things like i'm so grateful i can walk i'm grateful yeah. i can breathe i'm, I'm yeah. grateful that i can use my hands because i think we've all know that when we've had casts we can't use our hands um so tell me uh do you want to tell me three things that you're grateful for right now uh, yeah, why not? First of all, I'm so grateful that we're doing this. It's, this is great, seriously. It's, it's a dream come true, I think, because I always thought about having a podcast. I didn't know how. And as I told you the other day, like it's so easy to talk to you that mm -hmm. this is just us talking. And I love how, how we are approaching things and the way we're doing things, just being ourselves and just talk to people so I'm I'm very grateful for this moment and for creating the podcast um, I am very grateful because right now uh, there is nothing missing in my life you know I have all the I have a home I have a shelter um, I have food in the fridge I didn't lose my job a lot of people lost their jobs I didn't lose my job I have you know I don't I have three jobs <laughs> so that's cool um and i'm grateful that my family is okay that um my boyfriend is here because i i don't know what would happen if i was if i was here alone i would probably do personal development work or whatever but mm. i can't imagine you know it's like 24 hours in a day for 20 days um i think it can be lonely so i'm very grateful to have him here and and that he, he i think he's the perfect perfect person to be here right now because he's so calm and peaceful mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah I'm grateful for that a lot of things. I would say that I'm grateful for having my parents home because I was living in India before I came back so mm -hmm. it's just really nice to because if I came back to the US and I didn't go home I wouldn't have a place to stay so I'm, I'm very grateful for having a home mm -hmm. um, I'm grateful for that they're feeding me <laughs> And right now, I'm actually grateful that I can take this time and not have a job and not have to work because my parents are supporting me. But I, while I was in India, became sick and lost vision in one of my eyes. And so right now, I just need to take time to recover and not uh, stare at the screen so much. So I'm grateful for those things. And I'm grateful for my eyes. I'm grateful for able to just be able to see so many times we take everything that we have for granted. Like we take yes. for granted that we can get out of bed and walk and that we can go to the bathroom, that we don't need help with someone like taking us to the bathroom, that we can eat our own food, you know, that we don't have to be fed. I was, I spent two weeks in the hospital, which I'll elaborate more in another podcast, but wow, that has been such a humbling experience to, to be in the hospital for two weeks or longer. Uh, and then to finally like be able to do things yourself is just, wow. It, it really puts things into perspective for all the things that we take for granted because we do. And once you can be more grateful for all the things that you have in life, you just start vibrating a different type of energy. Like it's just, you're just grateful just to walk and to laugh and to yes. be able to talk. Um, yes, it is so good. Energy. It is so good that you mentioned this because, um, right, you start vibrating in a different way. And there's something interesting that happens also in your brain right mm -hmm. you don't have to believe in energy just mm -hmm. something happens in your brain that when you are practicing gratitude you start looking for things to be grateful for more and mm -hmm. more and more and it will become like automatic 
um, and it's such such a good feeling. So so yeah, people, be creative. Yeah. So we also want to hear from our audience. We discussed this earlier that we want to interact with you guys. So you'll be able to contact us via our Gmail account yeah. or on YouTube as well. And we want to know, like, what are you grateful for during this time? Like, we, we really want to know. Yeah. And if you have questions for us, it doesn't matter seriously. Um, just ask us anything and we will try to answer in the next um, episode. That's so, right. Yeah, that was so good. I loved it. That was a good conversation, right? Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very happy that we got to talk this morning. Yeah. Or this afternoon. Or this afternoon for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Is there anything else that you want to tell people? Uh, go home and hug your family. Oh, you know? I like Just that. Just, just be grateful that they're still alive if they are um, and, and be appreciative of, of your life and what you have because mm -hmm. a lot of people are in different situations. Yeah. So, you know what? You, you spoke about this and, and to be grateful um, for your families. And the other day I was thinking about um, people that are in difficult situations, that their homes are not the best place to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah. I want to speak to those people and tell them like it's gonna be okay and mm -hmm. eventually and look for help if you need, please. Mm -hmm. Because you don't need to be suffering. We're not on we're not in this earth to suffer. So I think sometimes we talk about family so much and everything, but sometimes we have family that sucks. And that's if true. you have a good family, yes, be, come on, be grateful because that's so good. That's really, really good. But your family can also be your friends, like the family that you yes. created on this earth. Like sometimes we don't get a choice on who we're born to, yes. uh, but you get to choose your friends and you get to create your own family. Because totally. to me, my friends are like family. So, totally you know, go agree. home and hug your friends or whoever you can, or you give pets and they're like, I know yes. Erica has the cutest little puppy. <laughs> I do. Uh, Maybe one day she'll show him on our podcast. Yes. He's, he's not around. Him. He's not around. He now loves my boyfriend more than he loves me. Oh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now, like, when I, when I leave the house, um, he misses me and comes to me. But otherwise, he's just, like, they're happy together oh. and I'm just the other one. <laughs> it's a joke. We all love each other equally. <laughs> so, Was yeah. there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, I don't know. I, I love to go hug someone thing. Um, and, and I think, I think that's it. If you're out of ideas, you never meditated before, start meditating. If you never did yoga before, do yoga. If you want to study something, start a career, uh, go, you don't need to spend money. Go look for things on Google, you know, just yes. take this time and, and ground yourself. Like, mm -hmm. What best time to know? I agree. I agree. To take mm -hmm. this time to just become an even better person after this is over and we're back to a new normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think that's it for today. Do you think? Yes, I agree. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for joining us and tune in next week when we discuss the different topics. 
Yes, thank you very much, everybody. We are going to um, put the email somewhere over here. I don't know how that works, uh, but basically- We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out later. Uh, Ivana, can you tell the Gmail? Because I'm afraid I'll get it wrong. Uh, chat with us podcast at gmail.com. Chai with us. No, chai with us. <laughs> I blame I... you because you said you're going to get it wrong. <laughs> Don't, don't email chat with us. It's not us, okay? Okay, guys. That's it. Uh, be grateful. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to stop. Okay.